Lord Air. You can't lose. And, uh, I'm, uh, uh, the, you know what I'm going as, right? What? Death from the Seventh Seal. Oh, that's good. That's good. Now we both got hoods. <laughs> you see it, right? That's good. That's Let's funny. Uh, hey, everyone, settle in, settle in. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, this is Loser Leaves Wrestling, the news you can't lose. And. Rampage coverage. We should talk a little yeah, bit about Rampage. Absolutely. Uh, my name is Red Jefferson, and I'm here with Roy Hammer. Hey. Hey, how's it hey, going? How you doing? Good, good, man. How are you? Um, Is there anything worth reporting? I went to karaoke last night, and I sang Be Prepared uh, from Scar from the Lion King. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, uh, I threw up my voice a little bit. Threw my voice oh, a little bit. Can't go with those okay. high notes anymore right now. Not Can't right now. Do Can't Not do right it. Now. Gotta warm those vocal cords up first. Honestly, I knew before going on stage I was thirsty. And I shouldn't sing if I'm thirsty. Because <laughs> you have to drink water. You gotta lube up gotta, the works. Gotta do it. You gotta, gotta lube up it. the works. You know how it is. You're yeah. a big karaoke aficionati. I've done karaoke twice. And both times have been with you on stage with me. I've never done it by myself. Wait, we did. We do? Oh, hold on. We did uh, uh, If I Had a Million Dollars. I thought it was uh, It's All Been Done. But maybe it was. No, if it was I had if a I had a million dollars, because I was insistent that that's a duet. <laughs> that was at that weird karaoke place, right? No, that Egos. wasn't at Egos. That was Egos. Then we did It's All Been Done at this weird karaoke place that with like a bunch of people. It was like a private room that we were in. I have a, very, I have a vivid memory of doing this with you. We can okay. talk about it later. Who, was that? Who else was in there? Uh, you know, the whole squad, Kelsey was there. This was like long ago. This was like 2000, early 2016. Interesting. Interesting. So, so like Stephanie Pace was probably room. in that room. I, I really hate, uh, uh, private karaoke rooms. Sure. Sure. Yeah. The, what's the point? Yeah. I want to be as uncomfortable as possible while doing something that already makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. So put me in front of a bunch of strangers. I want to. I want to be a rock star. We got Chica Marks in the chat. Red rocked it. Uh, yeah. Did you? I, I'm curious if uh, uh, of Chica Marks if you saw might be prepared. You saw me do Eve Six Inside Out, uh, and that honestly wasn't my best work. It honestly wasn't my best work. I wasn't ready for it. And also, I uh, yeah, I just it wasn't comfortable. It wasn't comfortable yet. Thank you though, Chica Marks. I appreciate it. Um, we're going to PWG. Oh my God, yeah. Chica Marks! Chica Marks kills. That's Chica that's Marks a dream. Yeah, that's everyone, like uh, that's everyone legitimately give a in the chat for Chica Marks. Uh, it's a bucket list item for me. Yeah, I'm so jealous. Cool. You guys are going, well, and the card looks great. You went to a pretty cool AEW in Boston, so I did. That was fun. That was fun. But PWG, whoo wee! Because it's just a hundred. Everybody going a hundred miles an hour for three hours, and that sounds yeah. like so much fun. Uh, it's like uh, a good wrestle circus show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Wrestle Circus was not bad. But, but Wrestle Circus was fun. Yeah. Uh, let's we got to start talking. Let's about yeah, we got to get talking. Let's, let's just get started talking about moment. Rampage yesterday. Rampage yeah. was yesterday. Talk about yeah. high octane. We got a lot of stuff going on. We start off the night with uh, Brian Danielson versus Anthony Bowens, and what can best be described as Bowens' best match in AEW. Right? Ah, absolutely. Right? And Bowens' best match and Danielson's worst match. Yeah. And it was still a great match. I called. Uh, he's a best bout machine. That's what he is. He is. That's, he's that's, the real best bout machine. Who called themselves that? He Kenny called, Omega. That was a Kenny Omega thing. It was called best bout. 
He said best bout he machine? He started calling himself the best bout machine after he had all those matches with Okada in Japan. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, he's the real best but bout machine, I'll tell you that. Because, be. hey, who can have a great match with Okada? Have a great that's match true. with Bowens. <laughs> <laughs> no I mean, shade yeah, okay, there. that's fair. Um, just a few notes that I have from here. I don't know what your thoughts were, but Max Caster's opening rap. Uh, honestly, I, like, I want the best for everyone. And I understand people make mistakes. And he made a bad mistake, and we didn't like it. Absolutely. We didn't like it because he was being immature, and he was being insensitive, and he didn't understand now that he understands, they're a little bit more PG, but he's poking yeah. at John Laurinaitis and his raps. Yeah, really fun. That was really good. I really had more fun. careers than your your father-in-law. Really fun. We got Tony in the chat. Boom! Okada is one of the best. Is on yeah. the best. On of yeah. the best. One of the best. You, you correct yourself, and I appreciate that, Tony. We appreciate when people correct themselves, just like Max Caster. Just like Max Okada, Okada coming to America. Is he? He's going to be wrestling uh, on the San Fernando Valley show for New Japan. Uh, against for the former Buddy Murphy. Mm. It's going to be a good match. I'm excited. I Buddy might actually Murphy. buy that show. What is Buddy Murphy's name right now? Buddy Matthews. Oh. <laughs> just, go buy, go, just go by Buddy. He's Australian. He's Australian, though, so I think Buddy Matthews is okay. I think Buddy's good. Yeah, Buddy's good. I think Buddy. Nobody Buddy. Buddy. Hey, hey, Buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, Brandon Danielson won with the LaBelle lock. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts on that match? It's a good match. Good match. Good Standard. Match. And uh, Ricky's a good analyst. I actually like Ricky on the thing. Oh, Ro oh Roy froze. Uh, hold on a sec. Let's take a Oh, look. no, we got this. Don't worry. We're both here. It's a pretty funny thing that I'm somehow active, and you're just <laughs> – we're both hoods up. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't yeah. even realize you were hoods <laughs> yeah, up. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, very hey, funny. Oh, uh, you're back in. You're back in. And now I'm frozen. Back in? Now no, we're both frozen. No. Oh, it's gonna it's gonna come back around, bro. Okay, we're good. The stream, Thank you so the stream much, was an issue. Uh, just letting you time. know, if we die, if this dies, this is the last time. This is the last time, everyone, that Roy and I, uh, Roy is gonna be handling the tech, and we bless <laughs> him for all his hard work. Yeah, uh, but he, we're stretching guy. him too thin. We're stretching him and his guy. internet connection too thin. We I would expect some uh, big exciting changes coming. We got an uh, international partner joining the scene. <laughs> You heard that right, Tony. Yeah, the that three man Taz Starks and Excalibur is pretty good. It, yeah, it, pretty good. It, it is good when uh, Jericho isn't there. It's really good. Yeah, don't need him. Don't, don't need him. him. Don't need him. Don't want him. Uh, and Chico Mark says it looks good now. Let's see how Thank long God. that lasts. Let's keep rolling. Let's keep rolling. And if we froze or die out, check us out on the podcast. We'll finish it out over there. Uh, yeah. That's the best yep. we could do. Until this Wednesday. This Wednesday is the game changer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, then we get uh, a Tony Schiavone with FTR, Andrade, and MJF segment, uh, which, uh, honestly, I don't need MJF there. Neither do I. No. MJF is I, in plenty of spots. We don't need him yeah. kind of nuking Andrade's character by being like, we want more money. Let Andrade do his thing. Yeah. 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 I agree. Completely. Um, then we get the hottest segment of the night. Ooh, the absolute boy. hottest segment and one yeah. of the best in-ring talk like, like face-off segments i've seen in years in yeah. years royster yeah. yeah uh it's cm punk and eddie kingston uh eddie i said punk comes out he's doing the thing he's just like oh why aren't you coming out you're just waiting to interrupt me and then eddie comes out and they have this very intense interaction where uh uh he's calling attention to some names like eddie's talking about homicide joe Amazing Red, which was talked about. You must be listening to the podcast because we were just talking about it. Uh, and that uh, uh, Eddie's just fire here. Uh, the Eddie Chance building. Punk goes at him, puts it, it puts it to him. 
and he calls him a bum. He calls him a bum, Roy, and they get hot and heavy, and they start attacking each other, and Eddie looks psychotic. And this brought out the best in punk. This really brought yep. out the best in punk. And Eddie really, like, when he's... He, he, this is great. They, oh, I, uh, someone from the LLW uh, intern staff tweeted uh, about this segment and how they were trying to they were trying to make Eddie the bad guy. They were trying to do a good guy bad guy thing, but um, it did not work because the crowd was chanting for Eddie as he was burying CM Punk. Mm-hmm. It was great. Eddie's that good on the microphone, and he may, I It's not a competition. I think they both came out of the segment looking good, and the match is going to be exciting, but. Eddie's Eddie's just the best. Eddie's just the best. And CM Punk, like, I feel like he, uh, there were certain segments where he kind of had that smile on his face, and behind that smile was like, I'm lost. Yeah. I don't know if I can keep up with this. Yeah. And he's rusty. And he just got put in the ring with Eddie Kingston. And Eddie Kingston is never rusty on a microphone. And it was really good. I thought it felt, the thing about it, Eddie Kingston and, like, the feuds that they put him into is that it feels like a little bit of a stretch in the beginning, it's like, oh, you felt disrespected, Eddie. What? And then he starts talking. You're like, oh, no, this makes complete sense. This and I can see how you feel disrespected. Long and now coming. I feel disrespected on your part. Yeah. And now I'm rooting for you over CM Punk because how dare you disrespect a guy like Eddie Kingston? He's worked so hard. Yeah. And, uh, and there's it, that funny line, too. I'm sorry, Red. No, no, go for there's, it. Uh, there's, this funny, there's that funny line where Punk is like, oh, maybe we should do this on darker elevation, and that's more your speed. And he said that right after Eddie Kingston was like, I main invented full gear last year while you were on your couch. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, well, yeah, good try, Punk. But Eddie Kingston, can't, no one can keep up with him. He's it's the good. Best. And then at the end, he's just like, and then after I'm done with you, then you could go back, uh, then you could uh, quit and go uh, leave for seven years again. And then a headbutt comes. Uh, that's uh, where we get our brawl. Great yeah. job. Love the headbutt. CM yeah. Punk kept breaking out to try and fight more. Eddie looked like sticking out his tongue like, ah, it's really yeah. great. Really great yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, can't Eddie wait. also looks good. Like, even though he was in like his baggy early 2000s gear that he always wears, yeah. he looks good. Like, he looks like he's... That's when he looks his best when he's wearing bit. baggy 2000s yeah. clothes, honestly. <laughs> he should just come out to the ring in a jersey. And like a, a sports jersey, I think that would be great. Yeah. Uh, Tony writes, Eddie is uh, uh, has done a lot of a lot of crap. He was hated in a lot of locker rooms back in them days. Uh, very interesting. I'd like to hear more. I'd like to hear more, yeah. Tony. Uh, He's gotten a lot of fights email. with a lot of people. Maybe you could send an email to Loser Leaves. Uh, what is it? Loser Leaves Wrestling or Loser Leaves Pod? <laughs> I think it's Loser Leaves Pod. Is it? I can't look. Damn it. We'll find out. We'll find <laughs> out. Loser Leaves Pot at Gmail and lo- right to both. Loser Leaves Pot at Gmail and Loser Leaves Wrestling at Gmail. One of them's yeah. going to hit us. But let us know what your takes are on Eddie. We want to know. Um, yeah. Moving on, we get Tony with Christian and Jurassic Express. Yawn. <laughs> right? Uh, it, it bothers me that it's going to be a six person, uh, a six man tag at the pay per view yeah. because I wish it had been. Cole versus Christian and Bucks versus Jurassic Express. So Jungle Boy could get the big win over the Bucks and Cole could still beat Christian and it wouldn't affect Cole, but it also wouldn't affect Jungle Boy. I don't love it. It's going to be a fine match. It went from like two exciting potential like individual matches that I think would have been good to like a six man. That'll be fine. It's fine. Yeah. I'm really Mm -hmm. worried about uh, Jungle Boy uh, just getting lost in the shuffle. Um, Interesting. Because, like, you know, MJF, Darby, still riding high. Sammy's riding high. And Jungle Boy's kind of like, he's yeah, he's feuding with the Bucks, but who hasn't feuded with the Bucks and lost? (laughs) 
know? Well, that's the other thing, too. I mean, it's they fought, the Bucks fought Jungle Express, Jurassic Express, like a month ago, maybe, or like a month and a half ago, and lost. So, like, there's that took a little steam out of this for me because mm-hmm. I've already seen it. I want to see something new. Sure. That's, that's just me. Well, we're going to see what happens. Hopefully, Jungle Boy comes out of it looking better. Uh, next match, we get Bunny versus Red Velvet. And sure. actually, pretty pretty hot little yeah. match. Pretty spicy yeah. little match. A um, little quick. Yep. Yep. A little quick. Uh, the, uh, Red Velvet gets the pin after doing her overdrive, which she calls the final slice. Ooh, uh, I like that name. Give me that like final name. Slice. And she actually did a good job with that overdrive. I've seen a lot of people yep. butcher that that move. Uh, <laughs> the overdrive. What? Who did that move first? Who made that move famous? The first time I've ever seen it was Randy Orton. Oh, that, that was, was his Randy Orton's finish. first finisher before the RKO was yeah, the overdrive. Okay. And then I've seen MVP do it. Okay, that's uh, so. That was his finishing move. One of one of his yeah. finishing moves. Okay. He also has the yeah. drive by and a few other mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm just uh, uh, it was a good move, uh, good match. Uh, Velvet was fire. I think Bunny mm-hmm. was real intense in this. It's just a little short, yep. you know. A little short, a little short. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wish I wish Bunny had won this, if only for the fact that Bunny would then fight Jade Cargill, and we haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see a fresher matchup. Jade Cargill's already beaten Red Velvet, and Jade Cargill is going to win this match, whether it was Bunny or Red Velvet. So I would have rather have just seen like a fresher matchup. Sure, I, I do too. But I, I do like the. At least there's a story there with Jay. They, they really mm-hmm. don't like each other, as uh, yeah. shown on uh, Roads to the Top. Uh, we know the inside <laughs> scoop on that, even though they did break bread and now they're friends again. Yeah, Why they show right. It? I'm, I, you know, I'm not. I'm so just real quick. I'm not. I, don't want to come off on this podcast like I like Jim Cornette. I don't like Jim Cornette. I don't like it. But he makes some good points. Roads the top ruins wrestling. <laughs> He's a complicated character in general because yeah. a lot He's of the things he says are horrible. horrible. But horrible. when talking about wrestling, he's right sometimes. Yeah, right sometimes. And, and also, and I, I'll admit this, I'll, t- I'll tell anybody this, there isn't, there's maybe maybe one or two other people in all of the professional wrestling industry that are as interesting to listen to talk about the history of professional wrestling than Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette knows everything there is to know about Southern wrestling, and if you want to sit down and listen to somebody talk about the history of Southern wrestling, it's very interesting to hear him yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Just don't ask his opinions on people. Yeah. 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 Don't, yeah. don't hear Stay, Steer clear from anything modern, anything that's about the history of wrestling. Like, he does an entire episode when Tracy Smothers died. He did a whole episode about Tracy Smothers. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent work. A- a- but then he comes out and says, like, fuck Chris Jericho and the insurrection. And I'm just like, what are you doing? You're making me yeah. feel conflicted. I love you and I hate you. Uh, moving on. Moving on. We got... Uh, uh, Mark Henry with John Silver and Adam Cole in their little backstage pre-segment. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, yeah. They did a little explaining what Budge is, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that sure. the commentators called out the fact that no one knows what Budge is. And, and then Excalibur's like, oh, it's on being the elite. And uh, But whatever. But we get Adam Cole versus John Silver. It's a good match. Good match. Good match. Good match. Uh, I yeah. thought uh, Adam Cole went over. But, uh, yeah, Cole, uh, they did the, the program where uh, Cole was a little dizzy because of the concerto. He shouldn't sure. have wrestled that night. This is a dumb nope. match to have after a concerto. Yep. But I honestly feel John Silver should have won this match. Why? To sell the fact that uh, sure. what happened with, uh, with the Christian and uh, uh, the concerto, he was dizzy. And then the low blow. 
that yeah. low blow that John Silver did, where he goes for low, catches his hand. John Silver catches his hand in an attempt to low blow, turns around, kicks him in the nuts, and does the spinning t- uh, power bomb, sit out power yeah. bomb. Mm-hmm. You know, that would have been a cool way to finish the match, even uh, it, it, because it, it it just shows what happens when Christian interferes uh, with that uh, concerto. Yeah. Um, that was devastating. It should be devastating. If Christian was fighting Adam Cole in a singles match on the pay-per-view, I would have agreed. And that's a good way to build that match. Yeah. Is to have Christian interfere, cost Adam Cole that match. But, man, John Silver, nobody moves like him. Man. Nobody, he's a very unique, very, very unique wrestler, and he should be in the TNT title picture. He should be feuding with Sammy for that title. I, I have one critique of John Silver, and I want you to tell me what you think. Yeah. John Silver uh, is... Uh, uh, great, he's great. Explosive, fired up. No one kicks like him. Uh, very good. But I wish he sold more. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do mm-hmm. a great job of selling. And to be a great babyface, you need to sell more because there are times in the match later on. I love when they get fired up and they just go supercharged mode. But every single one of his comebacks is supercharged mode. And uh, then, it, like, I want to see the wear and tear of the match. You know, yeah. I like for instance, if he did the low blow, then the power bomb. And then, like, was wasted. He, like, went for a slow cover and they kicked out. That would have been an amazing false finish. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like people would have been like, oh, he's going to win because the low blow, mm-hmm. the power bomb. Re- ref was distracted when he saw it. He's going for the pin. Uh, the fact that it was so quick after really nuked John. It hurt him. It hurts yeah. John Silver when you don't sell like that. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I I think it must be really difficult as a wrestler who moves like him and as quickly and as explosively as he does to remember to sell Mm -hmm. when you're moving that quickly. So maybe maybe even slow down a little bit for part of the match in order to sell a little bit more because there's always going to be room. You know, the classic Steve Austin, like, got to get your shit in. There's always going to be room to get your shit in in these matches, especially when that's that specific, like him exploding the way he does is very over. So uh, they're going to want to put that in every match. But yeah, I think he would benefit from slowing down a little bit. And I hope that would come over time with more singles matches. And I hope he gets more opportunities. I hope so too. I hope so too. He's a a lot of fun. Uh, And now we're here to the main event of the show. The main event of the show. Our show. Our show. (laughs) And it's the news you can't lose because we got a lot of hot and spicy stuff going on. This is the news from October 31st. Spooky to November 6th. (laughs) November 6th. Remember, remember the 6th of November. Uh, And now the top thing. Top of the top of the list. The thing that's everyone's talking about. The WWE releases 18. 18 of its performers. Uh, I wrote down a few of them so we could talk about them. Let's go one yeah. at a time. Oni Lorcan. Um, I'm sad about that because I really like Oni Lorcan. But he'll do great on MLW. He'll do great on MLW. He'll be great in PWG. He'll be great everywhere. Yeah. He'll be great everywhere. He Everybody wants him. Everybody loves him. He's an excellent, excellent wrestler. And now he can go back to his real name. Do you know his real, his original oh. wrestling name? Biff Busick. Oh, that's great. Biff Busick he's gonna is be so much better than Oni Lorcan. Than Oni Lorcan. Yeah, he's going to be Biff again. Who named him Oni Lorcan? I thought that was his real name. Talk to Triple H about Jesus that one. Jesus Christ. Oni yeah. fucking Lorcan. Uh, Oni Lorcan. Now we got Ember Moon. Whoa. Yeah. Did you know... Do you remember the first the first indie show we ever went to when in she Texas? Was, was her to? last show? Yeah, yeah, it was her last show. She was proposed to uh, that was the last one. Yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. And they're still married. It was wonderful. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited for her. I mean, she's got to go to AEW. I mean, there's no real there's no real choice. I don't I think, think she so. Just has to go. I think that's a bad move for her. 
because she'd yeah. get drowned out. She's she would totally get drowned out in the shuffle. They don't treat women well there, uh, for the most part, uh, unless you could talk. If you could talk, you'll get treated well. She Otherwise, can talk. She can talk. She's got a good character. She's got great presence. She's a great wrestler. People already love her. I... AEW loves wrestlers that are already loved. Although I will say. They brought over Ty Conti, who no one ever paid attention to, and they got her over huge. And she, you know, English is her second language. She's not the strongest talker on the planet. You think they got her over huge? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think so yet. She's fighting. She's literally fighting Britt Baker for the women's title at the pay-per-view. Yeah, and no, and I'm confident she's going to lose. Yeah, she's uh, absolutely going to lose. Yeah, she's, <laughs> that doesn't mean she's, she's not over. And then she's going to literally fall back down. She's going to be on dark and elevation going on afterward. I, I guarantee it. Because they don't treat women well there. I think Ember Moon should go to Impact or should go to WOW. Uh, I'm curious about WOW. I want to start watching WOW, uh, Women of Wrestling. Um, but you disagree. No, she needs to go to AEW. All right, we'll see. She and Mia Yim both need to go to AEW. I, well, we're, we're going to get to some more people here. Uh, Tony writes, Oni is GCW for sure. Uh, that's not a bad idea either. He, yeah, I think absolutely. he'd bring a great, great presence there. Chica Marks He's agrees. Biff is a great name. Tony says, Moon is going to Impact. Ty and Moon, I could see go to Impact. Good. I think they should. They treat the women great over there. They, they have yeah. a great women's division. Um, sure. Uh, who else we got? Harry Smith. Um, surprised he was he was uh, picked up, and I'm uh, I'm not surprised he's gone. Uh, yeah, he was with the company for like two years. Was he? They even? never did a thing with him. Yeah, he was supposed to go to UK. He was supposed to go to NXT UK. And then never did pandemic hit. He's in America. They had a hard time getting him over there. I think he wrestled in like one match maybe on like yeah. SmackDown or like did a dark match or something. Yeah. Well, he's going to have a good time in MLW mm-hmm. or Impact. Well, we've got uh, Grand Metal League and Lin, uh, Lin Storato. Um, yeah, I sure. saw this coming uh, uh, far away. Sure. They could. They both had already anywhere. requested their release. What's that? Also. They had already requested their releases too. Yeah. Um, now we're getting to the spicy stuff. We got Eva Marie. Miss picked up, gives a push, and immediately fired. Maybe three yeah. or four times? Yeah. yeah. Like, least, literally, they get her, twice. put her on top, cut her. Put, uh, yeah. Get her, put her on top, cut her. Uh, she, I, I don't understand how she keeps getting work. I, I, at one point, I was pro Eva Marie because she got good heat because she was above it all. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, bye. But then we get Mia She's Yim. bad. Mia uh, Yim. Mia Yim needs to be in AEW. Needs to be there. She, so, I'm sorry. She, she just... Go. I would love AEW to treat the women's division well, but they have not proven to do that yet. And this TBS title tournament, we have to wait and see what happens after the tournament because they're really good at tournaments. I love them in tournaments, but as soon as the tournament's over, it's just like, oh yeah, back to same old, same old. So I'm worried about even suggesting a woman go to AEW because they don't necessarily do, uh, they don't fare well. They don't usually fare well. Um, but you disagree. You you think that AEW is a shining beacon of women's wrestling, <laughs> that it's proven the example no. to others. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't feel that way. I don't feel I don't feel like it's a shining beacon. But I think the division is better than you're giving it credit for. Impact's women's division is the best in America, yeah. to me. They treat their women with the most respect. They don't put them in embarrassing storylines. They give all their matches time. They also do intergender wrestling, which like is a good fit sometimes you know right place right time it works mm-hmm. um but i don't think it's as bad as you're giving as you're, you're making it out to be they could absolutely dedicate more time to it and they should absolutely do that and they can have more than one storyline at a time running with women i 100 percent agree with that but i think mia yim and 
uh, Ember Moon are two good candidates to go there because they're both ready-made, ready to go. They both know how to talk. They both know how to work. I just don't think either of them know how to talk. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we got to get some more in here. Now we're getting to some hot stuff. We got Keith Lee. Keith Lee's big anywhere he goes. I could see yeah. him going anywhere. Absolutely. He's got to go to AEW. He's, He's another one of those AW. guys. He's, He's got to. I'm sorry. He's, He's just, just got to go. go. He's got to go. Uh, Nia Jax. Bye-bye. Go to Bye-bye. AEW. I want her no. in AEW. Because no. honestly, she will not get she will not get buried. She will no. she she will rise to the top. And honestly, I like her as a performer. People give her shit. I like her uh, her presence. Uh, nope. And I think she would uh, she would really deliver something good in the uh, in the women's division. She's different. She looks different. She moves different. I would love to see a program with her and Jade. I'd love to see a program with her and Britt. I would love to see a program with her and Layla Hirsch. Bring it on. <laughs> Chop down that tree. I want to see it. I want to see it. Uh, you disagree. You're no, just I saying bye. Awful. I think she's the worst. I think I don't think she's a good wrestler. I think she's hurt too many other wrestlers. I wouldn't want to bring someone into my company who's hurt a bunch of people before. Eh, she's hurt two people. Eh, I think she's hurt at least three. <laughs> she just at least. Uh, maybe who knows? We'll find out. Yeah. Uh, but then we got uh, Karen Cross and Scarlett. Uh, all, and they should be packaged as a duo. Absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think he, I think they should both go to Impact. He got into a fight. He was in Impact and got into a fight with them. Because uh, he wanted more money, and they wouldn't give him more money, and he had already signed a contract, so they basically just iced him out for months. So I don't think he's going to go back to Impact, but I think him and Scarlett as a duo and Impact on top, feuding with Moose, would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I would like him to go to NWA. Him and Scarlett sure. going to NWA. I got some. I got a crackpot theory that I'm going to bring up here in a little bit that involves uh, Killer Cross, which was okay. his indie name, Killer Cross. I like Killer Cross better. We got some comments here. Um, a lot of people uh, let go are anti-vax, so who knows? Uh, also, Nia Jax's rep of hurting people is too much. I don't see AEW picking her up. Um, Tony. I don't know. Tony. I don't know. Tony. They picked up Chavo Guerrero. She's also the loudest anti-vaxxer. Well, not Chavo yeah, Guerrero. I was thinking of Billy Kidman. Never mind. Uh, Chica <laughs> Marks. Yikes. So many fluids in wrestling. They got to get vaxxed. Uh, yeah. That's true. Uh, but well, that's another point we should bring up. Some are vaccine-related, but some are age-related. Uh, people are talking about they're trying to cut the the older crew, and with a lot of them, like Keith Lee's late thirties, Nia Jax yeah. late thirties, um, Nia Jax late thirties, really? I think so. No, Maybe I believe it. I believe it. Well, have you heard the numbers that they have now for new talent in the WWE? Yeah, no men over the age of twenty seven, and no women under the age over the age of I think twenty five. Yeah, so would they have a different like, one for men and women? Yeah, absolutely. Don't like that. Don't, don't like, like that. Not a fan of Killer Cross. Never was so mad. Tony writes. Um, I, uh, I well, Karrion Cross never gave me anything to look at. I didn't even like him in NXT necessarily. Um, but uh, I, I, I never really paid attention to him in Impact. So I, I, I know he's a hot commodity, and I know they work well together. But that's about all I know. Mm-hmm. We say they work well together. Who? Him Scarlet and Scarlett. And, uh, and yeah, I th- Scarlett's a better wrestler than he is, honestly. Is she? <laughs> but. Yeah, she's kind of the complete. I I don't want to. This is like this is kind of rude, but uh, she. It's kind of like a uh, Sable uh, Mark Marrow thing, you know. It's oh, he's like the Sable. The, 
No, he's the he's the Mark Marrow, and she's the Sable. Like the money's in Scarlet, not in Killer Cross. Oh, interesting. I would love for them to go to AEW because as a package, sure. I think it's harder to bury the new women coming. In. It also doesn't exist. I mean, how many besides like Cody and Brandy? How many like men women packages are there? Yeah, man that's and a, woman. That's a good point, and well, hopefully we'll see some uh, action from that. They got an email from Johnny Laurinaitis who misspelled Oni Lorcan's name. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there's also a big, uh, the big uh, uh, let go. Creative Services VP, S, uh, Senior VP, Stan Stansky. Stan Stansky. <laughs> Is uh, his name actually Stan Stansky? I think so. I definitely wow. wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> and he's uh, the head of Creative it. Services. And they're the ones that kind of uh, create the initial ideas for like packaging, like, costumes yeah, uh, sure. look sometimes vignettes and scripting so uh interesting that they let go they had the head of creative there uh maybe it's because of that helmet they made for carrying cross <laughs> um, right maybe maybe yeah maybe yeah i'd fire uh, him over it a- any other thoughts before we move on uh you know you wish everybody the best and i know it's always sad when people get released from their jobs especially when couples get released from their job now they have no income as a unit and that's sure. really disgusting and a bummer um, but I don't, you hope for the best. And I think there, there's a lot of really positive things out there. There's a lot of really great opportunities that are going to be coming their way when their non-competes are up. Another mm-hmm. guy whose non-compete is going to be up, uh, was Blake Christian, who was, uh, something Baxter, Trey Baxter, whatever. Ooh. Yeah. Terrible name. Blake Christian is his actual real name. And, uh, That's he's really exciting. <laughs> Trey Baxter or Trey Blake Baxter. Christian, both. Well, yeah, what's the other yeah, one? There. Blake Christian. That's his yeah, real name. Yeah, both are weenie that, names. Actually, <laughs> yeah, that's a tag yeah. team called the Weenies. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a uh, GCW mainstay, and he's going to be back there soon, which is really good because, look, you've watched some GCW shows recently too. I uh, uh, Super Ninja, Ninja Mac, Ninja Mac, not my cup of tea. But really? they brought in like high-flying guys like Ninja Mac who don't really know how to wrestle but just know how to do like big high spots. Uh, to replace guys like Alex Zane and Blake Christian who got signed to WWE. So now all those guys are coming back to GCW. GCW is going to be in a really good place. And that's the thing. GCW really benefits from this more than anybody else. Yeah. Because they're going to get a lot of these guys to come in and work with them on a regular basis. It's going to be per appearance. There's no contracts. Uh, I think it's going to be really – independent wrestling is going to be really exciting. And that kind of leads to my crackpot theory, Red, if you want to hear my crackpot theory of the week. This is – like I said. Crackpot theory. This is a big time crackpot theory. But I was cracked watching a podcast. Pot. Cracked pot. Cracked pot theory. Yeah. Is it is it crack? Whatever. We'll talk. No, about no. It became crackpot. But the original saying back in the the olden days, cracked pot. Cracked. We pot. looked this up because someone was we offended. Did. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Someone. Uh, <laughs> someone's just sleeping on my couch right now. <laughs> Scrappy. <laughs> um. I think someone was joking on a podcast that Triple H is going to quit the WWE and start his own promotion. And it was a joke. But in my head, I was like, what if that happens? Ugh. And here's my thing. Like, I think what he should do is he should tap his uh, resources at ESPN. And do you remember Global something wrestling? Global, Global Force wrestling. wrestling. No, so Global Force was Jeff Jarrett's thing. This was Global Championship Wrestling or something like that, which is in the late 80s, early 90s. It's where uh, Harlem Heat got their start, uh, Sean Waltman, X-Pac. I mean, that is the same person. Uh, Jerry Lynn, I mean. Sean Waltman, Jerry Lynn, Axel Rotten. Like, all these guys went there, and they were on ESPN every day after school, five days a week for one hour. I think Triple H starts a company with uh, Killer Cross, 
Johnny Gargano, Johnny Gargano, when his contract is up, he's going to go over there and he's just going to start building his own promotion and he's going to run five days a week on ESPN. It's never going to happen. I think that would be great. I would prefer because, but that's interesting. That's a very interesting thought. The first thing, it's never going to happen. Obviously he's married. Yeah, to of course Stephanie. not. No, he's married. to yeah. But no. I would like him to like, because he has such a love for it. Go to NWA. Yeah. He loves He the buys NWA. the NWA. He, he buys, buys it. He buys the NWA. Him but and again, Jeff Jarrett go in together. Oh, my God. That would be so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So many people are getting released. And the other thing is this is going to be like every six months or so now. They're just going to continue to release people. It's just going to happen because of age. Like Cesaro, uh, Cesaro might be gone at some point. Um uh, like uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Kyle O'Reilly, Johnny Gargano, like all these people are going to go. They're all going to go over time. More and more people are going to disappear, and it's going to be great for the indies. They're going to these going to be super indies. It's going to be a really exciting time. But there is room for another promotion now. There is enough talent for. And also, let's not let's not forget that AEW when they launched in January of 2019 signed everybody to three year contracts. So come January of next year, a lot of contracts are going to be up, and there's a chance that a lot of people are going to be gone. So that's even more talent that's going to be on the market. Mm-hmm. There's room. A- NWA, There's let's room. go. Triple H. You got the money, pal. Very exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, we got to move on from this. We got some other things yeah. to cover. Uh, John Moxley, as we talked about on Wednesday, has entered an inpatient eco- uh, alcohol uh, uh, rehab. I don't know if the, I messed up the wording there. But, uh, yeah, uh, we, we yeah. of course, wish him well. We talked about this the Absolutely. other day. But uh, so Miro... Uh, took his place in the uh, the title tournament. Uh, he'll be facing Daniel Bryan. And also, just a quick aside, I think this is like a hope John Moxley gets better, get back as soon as he can once you're healthy. Uh, but this is good for Eddie Kingston. Yeah, I think Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, ever since they paired together as a tag team or as a group, Eddie's uh, stock has plummeted because he's just the buddy. He doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. When he does talk, yeah. he's like lighthearted and goofy. And this that's yeah. not that's not my favorite Eddie Kingston. Uh, my favorite Eddie Kingston is overtly angry and sensitive. Uh, you know, I yeah. want him to be a, a, like about to cry. I want him to talk about his medication he's taking to, to kind of stay yeah. afloat. Uh, I want to see sure. that. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think this is like it's a. Uh, I'm just. I don't want to say it's good for him. Uh, that's bad. I messed that up. I yeah. I understand what you're saying though. And everyone else should as well. Please I think God. it's tricky because, um, yeah, I mean, obviously we wish Moxley all the best. Everybody does. And I think what he's doing is great, and it takes a lot of courage to do everything that he's doing. What kind of bums me out is they were leading towards this regardless. What's happening between Punk and Kingston was going to happen regardless. And the other thing is that Moxley never got to Ring of Honor either, which was like this, like, holy grail of independent wrestling when CM Punk was there and Danielson and Red and all of those people. And they were gearing up, in my head, who knows if this is true, but they were gearing up for Moxley and Kingston as the heels versus Dragon and Punk. And their whole thing was like, you think you're better than us because you got to this place and you were the rules of roost to this place. Well, I'll show you that we're better and we worked harder to be here. And it was going to be this like blood cool. tag team feud. So... It could still happen down the line. Who knows? The most important thing, obviously, is that Moxley gets healthy and stays right. And he's got a family now. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's what's most important. That's and they're, they're moving. They're going from Las There's Vegas a, to yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah, that's nice. Poor Renee. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to well, go to good. Ohio. 
Yeah, but no, I think Vegas, it's too hot. They yeah, Vegas is too hot. Bulldog. That's 100% right. That bulldog's probably so miserable. It's so hot there. They have a bulldog? bulldog can't breathe very well. Yeah, they have a big fat bulldog. Jesus Christ, get that bulldog to some cold weather. That's, that's, what they're, that's where they're going. That's a good point. Okay, well, we're happy for the bulldog. Uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Samurai del Sol misspells John, and everyone's upset. <laughs> Leave, honestly, I have just a hot take. Leave him alone. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> what's the big deal? I misspell people's names all the time. You know, there's some people. And, and, and like, honestly, like, for instance, Chris Jericho, shut the fuck up. This isn't your place. This isn't your battle. Especially Chris Jericho. Uh, Amanda yeah. Huber, like, I like, I get it, you know. But honestly, there, I, I, I feel like this. I feel bad. I feel really bad for Samurai Del Sol. He was just saying something, you know, whether he was name dropping or not. You know, he was saying something to honor. And yeah, there's a misspelling, but like, I'm sorry. It's a sticky wicket. It's a, it's a hard road Tell to go down. Tell me how sticky down. this wicket is. <laughs> well, you know, someone brought up the fact that, it, you know, English could also be a second language and, you know, spellings are different here and there. Like there's, there's a lot of different things to go into it. Or he could just be trying to, you know, hop on the bandwagon of some sort too. Who knows? I don't. But everybody needs to get over it. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone needs, over it. Everyone needs to get over it. Everyone needs to get over it. This is not the thing. And, and to leave him alone. Honestly, he did. He said yeah. nothing inappropriate. There's a. It was a typo. It's yeah, a fucking typo. Be. Honestly, it could hundred yeah. percent been autocorrect. Because honestly, I like up until unless you're in wrestling, your name's spelled J O H N. <laughs> Only out <laughs> well, in wrestling is a J O N. <laughs> The thing that's funny, too, about it is, like, he could have also been, like, thinking of you tonight, my buddy, Luke Harper. Like, he kind of called him, like, Luke Harper, which yeah. would have also probably been worse, too. Yeah. A lot of things yeah, there. I don't know. I think that it's people should just lay off. Uh, uh, moving on. We got some uh, a retiring wrestler. Sabu is retiring uh, from active competition. He's got some back problems. He should have probably retired sure. long ago. I uh, hear he is a piece ago. of shit. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I have also heard that he's a piece of shit as well. Uh, a piece of shit in what way? I'm not sure fully. But he made fun um, of Falaba. Uh, did he? Yeah. Oh, he's no a mean. piece of shit then. <laughs> and he trashes but, hotel rooms uh, like that are on other people's money. Like so, like if a promoter brings him in and puts him in a hotel room, like they'll open up and just have blood and shit everywhere. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, my whole thing with Sabu is that when I got into wrestling, I was like, oh, this guy's obviously a really great wrestler, and I yeah. can't wait to find all of his matches and watch them. And then I started watching them, and I was like, oh, this guy's not actually – this guy screws up a lot. He makes a lot of mistakes. I've actually Bummer. always enjoyed his matches because they're sure. always exciting, uh, and, like, he's very believable. He's an awesome character. Yeah. Uh, there I are bad matches I've seen him in, but, like, uh, I, li I liked his WWE run. I was going to say, I think, I mean, people don't think about it. Uh, and there's a lot of, I, I agree. I agree with you. There's a lot of fun Sabu matches. His matches against Taz and ECW were good. Uh, but the match I was thinking of, I think he fights Big Show at SummerSlam 2006, yeah. maybe. And it's it's fun. It's he's a good, good time. He's good. And he was saying, like, he's like, I would come out of retirement for Brock Lesnar. Yeah, uh, that's an interesting match. Because, like, him versus any big guy, he really works well with big guys. That are yeah. overpowering him. Because when he's with another like Jerry Lynn or RVD, you know, like they're fun, fun, whatever. But like when he's against a big guy, he goes all out. And that's when his style makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah, yeah it's crash and burn. But he's going to – that's how he has to win. Um, yeah. I probably brought this up before too. And I, in honor of his retirement, I'll post it on our Twitter officially. But 
there is a match on YouTube from an NWA Minneapolis show in like two, 1991, 1992, something like that, with the Lightning Kid before Sean Watlin was the one, two, three kid. Sure. He was the Lightning Kid against Sabu. And they're moving so quickly and they're doing dives and they're chain wrestling. The announcers have no idea what's going on, they can't keep up. And there's no barrier between the crowd and the wrestlers and these these little kids in the front row who are terrified of everything that's happening. It's a gr- actually a lot of fun. It's a great match, and I will you post it, it on Twitter. It's on yeah, it's on our it's on YouTube. I'll post it on our Twitter. Everyone should watch it. It's a really fun time. Check out Loser Lee's wrestling on Twitter. <laughs> that's the way. That's the way we build up a following. That's yeah. great content. That's great content. I have to start doing stuff on Twitter too. That's a good idea. Yeah, uh, moving on, we've got some. Uh, if it's news, Heels is uh, brought back for a second season. Oh, that's uh, good. I started watching the first episode, didn't finish it, and never watched any of the other episodes. But I plan on it. It's on my list. It's not on mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not on there. Uh, we also uh, get Roads to the Top is getting another season. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. According Great. to some Warner Brothers exec. Uh, <laughs> that guy's getting fired. Yeah. Uh, and also Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, I was looking at the numbers. And apparently the average episode is the same uh, because we were worried about the decline in ratings. Sure, sure. But the sure. average episode, uh, the average of the uh, the third season versus the second season is exactly the same. Great. Exactly Great. the same. So they it's not a big drop. back for a fourth season. I hope it's back for a fourth season and I hope people come back for it as well, right? Do you have any any stories you want them to tell that we haven't heard yet? That's an issue because I was trying to think. What other story? Like, I know there's stories. I just can't think of any. Sure. I could think of character profiles and people profiles, maybe. Oh, who yeah. do you have? Do you have anyone in your brain? There's one that's in my head, and it's very nerdy. It's very wrestling nerd of me, and it probably won't get good ratings. Uh, but there's a great wrestler in the 90s and the 2000s in all Japan pro wrestling called uh, Mitsuharu Musawa. And Misawa was like a god in Japan. But he wrestled this like really strong, like, it's like, they call it King's Road style. So it's like hard hitting, like strong style, but they also do power bombs and they constantly are dropping everyone on their heads. And he branched off from All Japan, started a new company called Noah, which existed and was like really, really popular in the early 2000s. And then the popularity started waning because they never built new stars. So he had to keep wrestling, even though his body was breaking down, breaking down, breaking down. And then uh, I think it was like the day after his birthday in 2009, he took a suplex and died in the middle of the ring just died he they called it uh essentially he got internally decapitated like his his like spine and his neck were in such bad shape that like that was it he should have stopped wrestling years and years and years ago but he couldn't and in japan japanese culture they could explore japanese culture and all of these about how like it's like masculinity and how we can't quit and all of that there's a lot to talk about. All of those wrestlers, like those four, they were actually called the Four Pillars of All Japan, which is where uh, MJF got the Four Pillars from. Uh, all of them are just so fucked. <laughs> they're just so, their bodies are so destroyed. It would be an interesting story to tell. Internally decapitated. Tony writes, um, uh, Jun Kasai episode showing the story of Crazy Monkey. I have no idea what that is. But we would <laughs> love know for you to either. tell us. Yeah, uh, Joe uh, is writes, a, oh no, uh, probably a uh, response to uh, internal decapitation. Um, I will say, though, uh, all of his matches from the 90s when he was healthy and young are all on YouTube and also unbelievably good. The crowds, there's like 40,000 people. They're screaming the entire time. They're on 
fire and the matches are incredible and you'll see a lot of parallels between like all of the main event AEW matches now and those matches it all comes from there yeah all comes from there i, I there's a so. few that i just thought of uh, i'm interested in a mike awesome one sure a magnum oh, ta one that. yeah absolutely that and, oh and the parents television council the ptc that, oh, that's really interesting too. That's what the ring uh, right to censor was based off of, but they were yeah. a, a parents group that was trying to take down. Uh, that th- those are just some I just thought of. Tony writes he's a ja- uh, Japanese legend of deathmatch wrestling. Sure, I'm just worried yeah. about the deathmatch uh, wrestling episodes because they have not done well. They were the poorest performing. The you XPW also, and the FMW really? one were the poorest performing of the season. I wonder how Nick Gage did. Also poor but performing. Nick- yeah, wow. That's interesting. You know what else might be interesting and a little too heavy, but something to talk about is the, the sex scandal from the early 90s that the WWF had, where they hired a ring announcer who was clearly a child molester, and then sure. also Pat Patterson being busted for all these different things. Well, like, Pat Patterson was like never busted for anything. Pat I Patterson thought he was, was accused. A, he was accused by yeah. homophobic wrestlers uh, saying that they uh, like they would they didn't get a push because they didn't do sexual favors for Pat Patterson, but really I truly believe that Pat Patterson, uh, who's been in a long committed relationship, uh, even before uh, during that time, and also uh, the fact that like just a bunch of homophobic people in the company, yeah, and he got yeah. he got treated pretty poorly for it. Um, well, he he would say some weird things to people, and the reason I know that is because did you ever hear the Tony Schiavone story about it? What? Because Tony worked for the WWF for a year, and Vince McMahon pulled Tony aside, and he said, Pat says some weird things sometimes, and if you're ever uncomfortable, you let me know, and I'll tell him to stop. But Tony was like, no, let him say the weird shit he wants. I think it's hilarious. This is great. <laughs> so Tony never had a problem no, with it, but I think, I think he probably said some things. Vince. Uh, sure, absolutely. Is like, oh, he might talk about being in love with his partner. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Don't say anything to him. Uh, if he's, I, yeah. Uh, they did. Uh, tell Tony, Tony writes Tony, Jimmy Snuka they scandal. They already did they that They already one. did it. Already yeah, did you it. should watch it. It's good. It's, yeah. it's a bummer, but it's good. Sure. Sure, definite yeah. bummer. Um, what if they did, uh, this is my last one. Remember that show, the worst wrestling show in the history of the world, the one where Jake's drunk and all of those men, the Legends of Wrestling show? From the late sure. '90s, just to the how they how it got put together, what it was. That might man, be that's just gonna long. be a bummer. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> yeah, a real yeah. bummer. But at work, at work. Uh, moving on, uh, Bray Wyatt has new WWE merch. Um, apparently, there's an ad, like a figure line of him, John Cena, Hulk Hogan, Roman Reigns, a few other people. Um, and, but his his merch is still discounted in other spots. I'm curious as this is a sign that they might be trying to bring him back. Yeah, I'd be I'd be curious. Um, from what I hear recently, from like reports that I've heard, I don't think they are bringing him back because mm-hmm. it seems like the reason he actually got released is just because Vince was sick of him. Yeah, because he would voice his opinion and say that the creative was bad, and yeah. Vince just got sick of it. So I'd be I doubt that they'd bring him back, but you never know. You, you never, never know. know. It's true. Yeah. You don't ever. He know. should go to Impact. He should go to Impact. Um, moving on, just this interesting news. Michael Cole is practically deaf. That poor, poor soul. He has 65% hearing loss. He can't hear anything when he's (laughs) like in the crowd. He has a special earpiece so that he could hear things. And uh, he was on the Pat McAfee show. I never watched it. I never seen a single episode of Pat McAfee. Uh, But uh, Pat McAfee's just like, 
yeah, uh, yeah, like, uh, I, I try to talk to him during the middle of the show, like, in between things, and he's just like, huh? What? Huh? And, and he's just like, God bless you, because you uh, got this because of 25 years of that headset. Well, yeah, there's yeah. a, uh, there's a Twitter account that I really like called Vince McMahon Googling. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the, one of their recent posts was in all capital letters. What happens when I yell in my lead announcer's ear for 25 years? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah, man. There's happens. a lawsuit there. There's yeah, definitely a lawsuit there. Tony writes, year of Vince will, uh, will do that to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it will. Yeah, big time. Uh, moving on, last thing I've got today. Last thing. Okay. Jeff Cobb returning to the States and returning to MLW. Oh, that's exciting. Very exciting. Especially yeah. when they're doing this Lucha Underground thing. Will he be the monster? Uh, that's interesting. Mo- was it Monster Matanza? 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 I think so. Matanza is just monster in Spanish, I think. Yeah, Matanza Cueto. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I I hope he's not that. I hope he's just Jeff Cobb. But why? Hey, because I feel like for him, he said that he hates wrestling in that mask because it's heavy and sweaty. <laughs> so well, he could bad. come back in the mask and then take it off. Yeah, let's do both. Do both. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I'm well, excited I about that because I liked how he wrestled as the monster. Yeah, because I because the thing is like Jeff Cobb, I love him. But he he wrestles an amateur wrestling style, like like a uh, like a college Olympic style, which is cool. But it, it, it's fun. But like his strengths are the fact that he's a monster. He's extremely strong, and then he could out wrestle you. You know, yeah. like he should come mm-hmm. in like I I'm not afraid of anything, rather than like huh, let's play catch as catch can, <laughs> let's slap fight a little bit. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you just spoiled the marks for MLW, Red. Good job. You're right. I did. That's exactly <laughs> what they were going to do, and I fucking spoiled it, Tony. You have to call attention to everything I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Damn okay. It, tone. It's good. Tone Loke. Tone Loke. Uh, that's all the news I got. You got anything? I got three little pieces of news. Oh, Two sure. of them are like hot like TMZ goss pieces. Okay. And one is just a congratulations. There's a wrestler that I've loved for a really long time. He's from Canada. He was picking up a lot of steam about five years ago, and then he got banned from America for five years for trying to sneak across the border. Uh, And that curtailed his momentum. His name is Speedball Mike Bailey, which is a great name. And he's a good combination of – he's like a black belt and all these different styles of karate, so he kicks like a fucking hero and also throws a lot of suplexes. And he's a really excited wrestler. He just signed with Impact. He's going to be joining Impact in January, and it's really exciting. I'm really excited to see him. I think Impact's going to make a lot of big moves and get really exciting. They're also going to bring in uh, the former Bronson Reed. They're mm-hmm. bringing him in, Jonah Rock. And I think they're also going to bring in Braun Strowman and maybe mm-hmm. even uh, Bray Wyatt, too. And Karen? Oh, not Karen Cross. Maybe, uh, maybe. Maybe. You never maybe know. They could bring in anybody, and then if they – they have an amazing women's division, but they kind of need to really like work on their depth in – the men's roster across mm-hmm. the board so they can really start bringing these guys in and really start having some interesting feuds i think it's going to be really fun i'm really excited about that uh prospect i will start watching impact more consistently if these people come in for sure 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 uh oh tony writes oh man speedball looks old now haha <laughs> i remember him from czw when you looked like a kid yeah five years we'll do that to you he's like working construction jobs for a period of time because he couldn't get enough wrestling gigs 
too. And you know, his uh, his girlfriend is a very ca- talented commentator. We've seen her wrestle. Veda Scott or Veda Sky uh, is is his girlfriend, and they're both really. Ta- I hope they both go to Impact, and I hope Veda becomes a regular commentator because they need help in the commentary booth. Sure. So bring her is in. Josh Matthews bring her still in. there. No, I think it's uh, the other guy who stinks. Uh, what, Matt Stryker. Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown. Like Matt Stryker? I don't like Matt Stryker anymore. I love Matt Stryker. No. You should watch Impact. I should. Matt Stryker and, see how and you feel about Brown. It. Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown sounds like a great combo. You don't should watch. Don't compare Matt Stryker to Josh Matthews. You let me know. <laughs> you should watch those two. Hey, you got my Sling TV. You watch Impact. You let me know how you feel about it. Do you, is Impact there? Yeah. What? It's on Access TV, and then you can also watch some fun rock and roll documentaries. Rock and roll! Outstanding. Very exciting. Uh, <laughs> I got, uh, okay, here are my two quick uh, hot goss pieces sure. that I really like. Have you heard the story about Dana Brooks' fiance? Uh, what, he, he beat up someone? <laughs> he, someone was trolling her online. He found the person's address, went to their house, and punched him in the face. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> I love that it. It's so like funny. that scene in Jay and Silent Bob Hell, where yeah. all those people are talking sure, trash. And they just stop about. <laughs> but like he did, it was just a punch, right? I think he just punched him in the face and left. Yeah, I'm not bad. he deserves it. <laughs> deserves it. What yeah. did he say? Oh, uh, I don't know. Our our stream is a little choppy right now. It's gonna come back. It's gonna come back. Um, I don't know what he said. I don't know what he said. Tony, but, oh, that's quick, but Tony, uh, we are gonna get new, fresh tech. You're going to see fresh this tech. coming Wednesday. It's going to be fresh tech. Yes. You're not Check us out on Wednesday. We're so frozen right now. Um, and then I'm just going to keep going. The last piece of hot cost that I really love. Have you heard about Izzy? You know Izzy? Yeah. This like super fan who that was like kind of a reporter kind of. So she took a choke slam from an independent wrestler when she was like 12. And a bunch of wrestlers kind of spoke out against it. And her dad will forever be against those wrestlers and like publicly trashes those wrestlers. <laughs> Have you heard about this? Yeah, I heard about it. So he goes to the NXT tapings and gets like all of these fans to boo MSK sure. because they spoke out against it. Well, when Lindsay Dorado got released, he also spoke out against it. He tweeted best of luck on your future endeavors with a smiley face. So Lindsay Dorado was like, this just happened. He was like, Hey man, I'm going to be, uh, I guess his like, daughter or son or something had like a taekwondo competition at this arena in florida and he's like hey i'm gonna be at this arena i bought you a ticket i bought you a parking pass meet me in the parking lot i'm gonna kick the shit out of you (laughs) and he like he took pictures he like tweeted that and then took pictures of like here's your parking pass here's your ticket i'm keeping them here just let you know i'm waiting for you come on out I'm waiting for you. And then the guy just deleted his Twitter, like couldn't handle the heat. Izzy's dad. And is gone. Izzy's dad. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, why would you like this no, guy? I, thought he apologized. Just lost his I just job. heard an apology recently. He apologized. I don't know. I'll well, I would apologize we'll too. If Let's say Dorado was going to kick the shit out of me. Twitter. Um, Love it. Love to hear it. Excellent. Wow. We had so much fun today. We sure did. Haven't we had so much fun? Our, uh, Our poor listeners. We, they we, stuck out <laughs> as long as they could before the just technology did catch up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's going down. It's going, it's going down way down. Good, a lot of drop frames. Yeah. Uh, dropping frames <laughs> yeah. like we're dropping dimes. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, yep. Hey, thank yep. you all so much yep. for listening and trying to watch. But this thing, things are going to be different. This Wednesday, things are going to be different. This, this Wednesday, Wednesday, it's like the rebirth. No pun intended towards XPW. We can't call it the rebirth because of XPW. We can't call it the rebirth. 
Well, well maybe we could take it. Rebirth isn't there. Maybe, maybe we'll steal it. Yeah, yeah. called uh, uh, LW Rebirth. Uh, yeah. Very excited for it. Thank you all so much for checking us out and sticking with us through through this. And uh, we're going to be better. We're going to be better. We're going to be better. Um, my name is Red. I'm here with Roy. Thank you all so much. Uh, bye. Bye. I'm going to hit stop at Audacity now. Oh, yeah, sure.